Today's daf is Ksubis daf Samech Tes. And we are six lines from the top of daf Samech Tes, Omid Beis, Tonu Rabbana. Today's daf is being learned, Le'ilu Nishmas Chayim Malazar, Ben Yibadol Chayim, Reb Shimshin Ayah. So we're continuing to discuss the halachos of Nedunya. So just a little bit of an introduction, and then we'll go into an intense daf that discusses different laws and proteidinim as it relates to the sugya of the dunya. And that is, the Gemara Le'il, Adaf Nun Beis Amadeis, said that every father has a mitzvah that when his daughter gets married, he should provide her with Unadunya. It's learned out from a Pasik, a Pasik in Yermio, and as such, it has the status of what is known as Divrei Kabbalah. Is Dibri Kabbalah treated like a Deiraisa, the Rabbanon? That's a sugya. But the point is that there is a mitzvah, there's an obligation of some sort for a father to provide his daughter with an adunya. How much money is the adunya supposed to be? So Chazal didn't give an exact amount. However, Abay Verova, the Amri Travayu, Adli Isur Nechse. It should be up until 10% of what this man is worth. So it shouldn't exceed 10%, but up until 10%, that's what the Nedunya should be. And Mishnah and Dav Samaches have discussed what happens if a man died. And right now, his daughter, the Yesayma, is being supported. She's coming to get married. Do the Yesayman have an obligation to provide their sister with an Adunya, or do they not? Meaning, we know that they have an obligation to provide her with Mezoinus. They have an obligation to provide her with Ksos. They have to make sure that she has shelter, that she has a roof on top of her head. What about an Adunya? Is that something they have to do, or is that something they do not have to do? So the Mishnah says, for sure they have to. How much do they have to provide? That was a major machloikis tana. Machloikis Rabbi Yudan, the Chachamim in the Mishnah, Shitas Rebbe in the Brisa, and what emerged was two opinions. One shita is, we go basa umdana. We ask ourselves, if the father was alive, how much nudunya would he give? And whatever we determine that amount is, that's what the obligation is going to be. The other shita was that we don't go basar umdana, because let's be honest, it's hard to really know what the father would have done. Why is that? Because maybe the father's matziv would have changed. Yesh ani vehesher, yesh asher, that becomes an ani, bedas that is. And as a result, it's very hard to know for sure what he would do. Okay, so it has to be a fixed dollar amount or a percentage. What's that percentage? Iser nechasen. 10%. What would be the makar to 10%? Because Abayi Verova both said that the ikr dunya is up until 10%. So we're going to be a tafasta, maruba tafasta, and we're going to say that that should be the number. It should be 10%. Our Gemara is going to begin with a b'raisa, a machloikis between Rebbe and Reb Shimon ben Alazar, that discuss, is there a point where a Yesoyma no longer is entitled to Nadunya? Or do we say, regardless of how old she is when she gets married, she's always going to be entitled to her Nadunya? Now what's the background to this Shailah? Yesoymim have an obligation to support their sister. They have to provide her with Mzoynas and Ksos, etc., that has an expiration date. In fact, it's Mufurish and the Ksuba. The Ksuba says that when the man dies, so his sons yarshan him, they have an obligation to make sure that their sister is going to be taken care of, but up until she becomes either a Bagaris or she gets married bin Asuan. So it's the earlier of the two. Once she becomes either a Bagaris or there's an Asuan, at that point, they have no responsibility anymore even if the Nisuan is terminated, to ever support this 
girl. And the reason is because they're supporting their sister as an extension, as a brokara de avua, of what their father was doing when he was alive. Well, the father only has an obligation to take care of his daughter, Kolkama, she's in his Rishos. And Bagros is Moitzi, the girl from the Rishos of her father. Nesuan is also Moitzi, the girl from the Rishos of her father. As a result, if the father was alive, and this would be the situation, the father wouldn't have a Chiyav, so and therefore the Yisoyimim would not have an obligation to support her either. The question is, is this true for Nedunya as well? Or is this not true for Nedunya as well? As it relates to Mizoinus, it's referred to the Ksuba. This was a sugya earlier in the Mesechta. But as it relates to Nedunya, that's not mentioned in the Ksuba. In, in fact, we'll see later, Mefurish and the Gemara, the Nedunya in general is not mentioned in the Ksuba. It's not one of the Tanai Ksuba. And as a result, the question then is, what's the halacha as it relates to uh, Yesoyma that's getting married right now, and she's either a Bagaris or there was already an Nesuin. Do the brothers have an Achrayas to provide her with an Adunya, either Umdana, based on what the father would have done, or Isun Achasim, or do we say not? Now, I think it's Kedai, just to make this first Gemara go a little bit more smoothly, to just speak out what the two Tzadim would be. Meaning, let's just discuss about Peh, and then we'll see it in the Gemara in Avenik. What would really be the Tzad that Bagris and Nesuin should be Moitzi, and what would be the Tzad not? And if you think about it for a minute, it's different that's why it's worth speaking this out. As it relates to Bagris versus as it relates to Nesuah. The Shiloh, as it relates to Bagris, seems like a pretty straightforward Shiloh. Bagris is always mighty from the Rishos of the father. As a result, just like they don't have to support a girl that's a Bagaris, because now we look at her as an adult, and therefore she's on her own. So if she's on her own as it relates to Mizoinus, so she's on her own as it relates to Nudunya as well. Makes perfect sense. Nesuah is a little bit trickier. The reason is because when does a girl get Nudunya? She gets Nadunya before the Nesuin. So what's even the case? The case is that she's coming to get married now by Nesuin. Once she has the Nesuin, at that point she's not in the Rishus anymore of her father. As a result, the brothers are not going to have a responsibility. Yeah, I, I know that. But before the Nesuin was when they were supposed to give her the Nadunya, and at that point she was in the Rishus of her father. So you just have to... Much a little bit to understand what the Shaila even is. Bagris is pretty straightforward. A girl gets married when she's already over the age of Bagris. Okay, was the Bagris Moitzi? Was it not Moitzi? By Mazoinus it is. What about Benedunya? But Benesuin, the Nesuin is Moitzi, Noniach. But the responsibility to give the Nedunya was before the Nesuin. So what would be the Tzad to say that being that now there was Nesuin? So really, what's going to be Mavur from the Gemara is, is that the Shaila is. Not that the Nesuin is Moitzi so much, but rather the Shaila is a girl that got married and the brothers did not provide her with an Adunya. The question is, after the Nesuin, could she come and say, what happened to my Adunya? Or once there was Nesuin at that point, she can't. What would be the Tzad that she should be able to? Because there's a responsibility to give Nadunya. What would be the Tzad not? Not that the Nesuin is Moitzi. Maybe in the longest of the Sugya, but for our purposes, that's not the Nakuda. The Poshib Shan in the Gemara is, it's because Sava Vikibel. You were okay with it. You agreed to get married. And based on that, it's too late now to go backwards and say, give me my Nedunya. So the Shiloh that our price is going to discuss is Bagros or Nesuin. 
a sipa to say that this Yusayim is no longer entitled to her Nadunya. However, it's not for the same reason. The reason that maybe when she becomes a Bagaris, she shouldn't be entitled to the Nadunya is because a girl that's a Bagaris is no longer in the Rishos of her father when he's alive. And as a result, the Yusayim's responsibility is no longer going to be applicable. The Shailah of whether or not this girl should be entitled to her nadunya in the event that there was a nesuin is a different shaila. The shailas, do we say that if when she had the nesuin, she didn't ask for the nadunya, so she was meichel on the nadunya, and as a result, she can't come with a tainana, or do we not say that either way, with that introduction, zok tehilge gemara, tonu rabonu nebraisa, habonois, as it relates to these girls, yusoymois, bein bigru actually nisu, u bein nisu actually bigru, whether these girls became a bugris before the nesuin, or there was Nesuin before the Bagris. They lose their Mazainus. That we already know. Once a girl becomes either a Bagaris or she had Nesuin, at that point, she's not entitled to Mazainus. The brothers are not going to have an obligation to support her anymore. However, but Rabbi says they don't lose the Nadonya. So whether she becomes a Bagaris or whether there was a Nesuin in either one of these two cases, Rabbi says she does not lose her Nadonya. Shimon Allah says, No, it's not true. Once a girl becomes a Bagaris or if there was Nesuin, Dalach is she is going to lose her nadunya? Says the Gemara, "Kaitzad hein oisays." Rav Shimon Alaz is talking. What should a girl do who is becoming a bagaris now, and she knows that once she's a bagaris, if she's not married, she's not going to get her nadunya. Now she can't really control whether she's going to get married or not because it's not biyada. So. Is there an Eitzah? So Rav Shimon Eliezer said, there is an Eitzah. Literally, she should rent the husband. But what it means, figuratively speaking, is, is she should offer a, a bigger Nadunya. She should say, you know what, I'm going to promise you a big Nadunya. Incentivize this man to want to marry her. And that's going to be okay. Because as long as she gets married before she's a Bagaris, then there's no question she's going to end up getting her Nadunya. Rav Nachman said, I heard from Huna, also known as Rav Huna, Dalach is like Rebbe. We pass him like Rebbe, that even though Bagris and Nesuin is Moitzi as it relates to the Halachas of Mezainus, but as it relates to the Halach of Nadunya, a girl that gets married when she's a Bagaris, gets her Nadunya. And a girl that at the time of the Nesuin didn't have her Nadunya yet, she could come back later and she could say, what happened to my Nadunya? And just because there was an Asuan already doesn't mean anymore that she's not going to be entitled to an Adunya. Faith thing, what is it? Rav Nachman. So Rav asked Akasha to Rav Nachman. Again, what Rav Nachman say? All he said was that I heard from Rav Huna that the Allah is like Rebbe. So Rav is going to ask Akasha on Rav Nachman's Psak. You passing like Rebbe, I have Akasha. Akasha is from our Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Yusayma should say, Yusayma that was married off by her mother, or her brother. And she got married. Willingly, we learn from Rifka that even a ketana in Masian elamidaita the kiss for and she was given a very very nominal nadunya fifty or a hundred zos. When she gets older, she can go and she can take from them whatever she deserves. What does she deserve? Shaman ba'avia or isunachasim. But she can come and take what she wants. Why? Aisha was masculine when she got married. The reason is because she was a Ketana. And the Ketana's Mechil is not a Mechil like Rashi said in the Mishnah. And as a result, she can go back now and take whatever she wants. So the Gemara makes a deal. Rava told Rav Nachman, time of the Ketana. It sounds like the only reason she can go back is because she was a Ketana. So her Mechil wasn't a Mechil. But if she would have been a Gedoyla, Vitra. You see, it would have been a Vitor. Meaning she would have lost out. What do you see? That a girl that doesn't get her Ksuba 
her nedunya before the nesuin, and then there's nesuin, she can't go back. Whose sheet is that? That's the sheet of Reb Shem Ben Elazar. It's not the sheet of Rebbe. So it's kashat Reb Nachman was. You paskin like Rebbe? It's connected to Stam Mishnah. The Stam Mishnah is Reb Shem Ben Elazar. Now what's the oymik in the question? The oymik in the question is that not only Rav Nachman, why are you paskining not like a Stam Mishnah? Who wrote the Mishnah? Yes, Rebbe did. So if Rebbe was Masada the Mishnah, and he wrote Rav Shem Ben Elazar Shita as a Stam Mishnah, so presumably, Rebbe himself must have been Chayzer, and he probably acknowledged that as much as he thought the Allah was one way, but Lemaisa, Lemaisa, the Allah is going to be Vitro. So his kasha was, how could you paskin like Rebbe? If Rebbe himself wrote a Stam Mishnah, which is the Shita of Rav Shem Ben Elazar, but the Gemara says like kasha, you have to say that, no, it's not Shver, meaning, it's true, you see in the Mishnah, that the Allah is a G'dayla would be Vitra. And once a girl is a G'dayla, if she gets married and she didn't get the Nadunya before the Nesuin, she would not be able to get it after the Nesuin. I, Rebbe said that, Loi Ivdu Parnasasan, and Rav Nachman Paskin, like Rebbe said, how do you reconcile these two things? You have to say, Hodamachoi. The Mishnah is talking about where she was quiet. Because she was quiet, she lost out. Now, Kitana, that's quiet, doesn't lose out. Because her Mechila is not a Mechila. But a Gedoyla, that's quiet, she loses out. When Rebbe said, Rebbe is talking about when she made a Macha. And because she made a Macha, she protested. And she said, listen, I'm letting you know right now. I understand you didn't work out the Nadunya yet. But I'm going to come back with lawyers. And I'm going to make sure I'm supposed to get everything that's coming to me. So in that case, Avada, that's going to be the Allah. So from the fact that you see in the Mishnah, not like Rebbe, is not a riot that Rebbe didn't hold like Rebbe. It's not a Stam Mishnah to like Rebbe because Rebbe was talking specifically where she was Moicha and the Mishnah is not talking about where she was Moicha. And the Gemara says, Hachinami Mistabra, I'll prove to you that this Nakuda, this Chilak, that Rebbe said is Allah only when she's Moicha is true. The Imkain. Because if not, Kasha the Rebbe, Adi Rebbe. I have a flat out stira between Rebbe and Rebbe. What's this theory? The time you went to the price, Rebbe, I mean, Rebbe says, a girl that's being supported by her brothers, she gets Isur, not Nesachim, that you pour on the Mizbeach, but Isur Nechassim. So the Gemara says, Nizoynes in, She'ena Nizoynes Loi. It sounds like the only time she's entitled to the Nadunya, the only time she gets the Isur Nechassim. Why, what? Just incidentally, why did Rebbe say Isur Nechassim? That's Rebbe Lushitase. Rebbe Shit is the Nadunya's Isur Nechassim. But it's Mashman. The only time she gets it is, she gets it is if she was Nizoynes. But if she's in a Nizoynes, if she's not being supported, lie, Then she's not going to get it. I, I thought Rebbe Shit is that a Begeres doesn't lose. Her Nodonya. So why is it only a Basani Zainas? Basani Zainas sounds like up until Bagaris. But Lahur Rebbe Lushitasai should have said all Banois because a Bagaris doesn't lose. El Lafshmamino. You have to say that even Rebbe, who said his Alacha, that a Bagaris and the Suin. Not always, it's only if you are Meicha. Must be that the only time this is true is if you are Meicha, but not if you weren't Meicha. And incidentally, you see from the Gemara that Meicha is true, Cypher Nesuin and Cypher Bagaris. And if you think about it in Svara, you could hear it a little more with Nesuin. That was the whole point in Nesuin. The whole point in Nesuin is, is that she got married and there was no Nadunya. Okay. What would be the reason you shouldn't get in the dunya now? Because you were okay with it. Savar v'kibel. Well, not if I was moicha. So Rebbe Shitty, you understand. But what does begeres have to do with being moicha? The only kuda of begeres is that the metzius is you're no longer under the, the responsibility of the, this family. So as a result, you're moicha, you're not moicha. So again, this clear from the sugya that it's Eino Yemer El Adershuni, but for our purposes, just Pashup Shad and the Gemara, what emerges is that this Machlik is Rebbe and Rabbi Shem and Elazar, whether or not a 
girl that becomes either a Bigeres or there was Nesuin and they didn't arrange yet the Nadunya, whether she's Ivda, Nadunya, or she's like Ivda Nadunya. Rabbi said she still gets the Nadunya. Shem ben said she's going to lose the Nadunya. And the Gemara clarified very, very critically. And that is that even Rabbi that said that she doesn't lose the Nadunya, it's only if she was Moicha. She was Moicha for the Chasana. She was Moicha before she became a Bagaris. So if she was Moicha, that's when this halacha is going to be true. However, if she's not Moicha, even Rabbi is going to be Moicha. Shem ben Ivdu And that's why you see in our Mishnah that uh, Nesua could lose. Her parnasa, it's talking about where she was a Moicha. And you have a Rebbe who said Mefurish that a Begeris could lose her Nudunya. It's talking about again where she was a Moicha. Omali Ravina Lurava. Ravina told Rava. Omalon Rav Adabarahava. We heard from Rav Adabarahava. Mishmecha in your name. So Ravina's talking to Rava. We heard in your name. Bagra in a Tzrichalimchais. A Begeris doesn't have to be Moicha. Nisseis in a Tzrichalimchais. And a Nisua doesn't either have to be Moicha. However, if she's a Bagaris and she's having Nisuin, that's when she has to be Michael. So it sounds like Rava Paskin, like Rabbi, that really she's, if she's Moicha, she's not going to lose her Ksuba. However, he said even a bigger cooler than the way we understood Rabbi up until this point. According to Rabbi, you have to be Moicha before Bagaris, otherwise Bagaris itself is going to make you lose it. A Nesua, right before the Chassan, if they didn't work out, they didn't cross the T's and dot the I's, macha macha, because otherwise you're going to end up losing. Rava said that the only time you have to be Moicha is if she's a Bagarist and she's getting married. But Stam Bagarist doesn't require Macha, you're not going to lose out. And Stam Nesua in itself doesn't work, is not, you're not going to lose out either. It's only if it's both, that's when it's going to be from. So the says, me, I'm a Rava Hachi. Could it be that Rava really said this? For Isve, Rava the Rav Nachman, Rava was the one that asked Rav Nachman, the Kasha, a few lines earlier, Yisayimba. When the Gemara brought Rebbe's halacha initially, before the Gemara made the Akimta that Rebbe's talking about when you were Moicha, and Rebbe's shita seems to be that just because there's a suin doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose out. I, from the Mishnah, you see that it's only a Ktana that doesn't lose out, a G'dayli yet. That was the Kasha that Rav asked Rav Nachman. And what was Rav Nachman's teretz? He told him back that the Mishnah's talking about where you were not Moicha. Rebbe's talking about where you're Moicha. The Shanila, had the Machi, had the Loi Machi. But what do you see then? You see that Onesua, even if she's not a Begeres, has to be Moicha. Because the way Rav Nachman answered the question from the Mishnah was by saying the Mishnah is talking about where you are a Moicha. And because you are a Moicha, if you would be a G'dayla, you would tackle lose out. Now, the Mishnah doesn't say that you have to be a Begeres. Mishnah just says you have to be a Naira. Because we're comparing and contrasting the Ketana, who the Mishnah is talking about, the Diak is, anyone that's not a Ketana. Not a Ketana means either a Begeres, but also a Naira. So you see then from the Mishnah that a Naira has to be Moicha. And if a Naira is not Moicha, he's going to lose out. Now, Rav Nachman told his terrors to Rava, and Rava seemed to be okay with that. How is Rava okay with that? L'chaira, Rava should have been Moicha himself. And Rava should have said, it's not a good terrors. Because I hold that the only time you have to be Moicha is if you're Saya Begeres and you're getting married. And from the Mishnah, you see even Naira. So, L'chaira, from the fact that Rava was Sava Vikibel to Rav Nachman's terrors, that would seem to contradict what the Gemara just said over in the name of Rava. So the Gemara says, like, Kasha, you have to say that there's one more Kimta going on over here, and that is One is talking about when she's being supported, the other is talking about where she's not being supported. The whole umden over here is that why weren't you Moicha? Right? You should have been Moicha. So there's this thought that in the event that this girl is being supported by the assignment, 
So you can't have a taina on her why she was a moichel because she felt uncomfortable. As it is, she's already soimachal shulchan ayesoimim, and uh, she feels like a little not okay with it. So the fact that she's not being moichel is not a raya. Then the only time we say that you have to be moichel is if it's I. You're a bagris, and there's Nesuin. Now you're ready, you have to be Moichel. Because if you're not going to be Moichel now, now you're going to lose out. But Anachanami, if you're Eina Nezainus, and that will be the Akimta in the Mishnah, it's talking about when you're not being supported. So when you're not being supported, so there's no Svarat to say, why weren't you Moichel? So there for sure, Nesuin alone, even if she's not a bagaris yet, there would be a Taino that you should have been Moichel. Moving along. So we've the, really, the first part of the Daf discussed Nadunya, but it also compared and contrasted the Chiv of Nudunya and the Chiv of Mezoinus and the Gemara now is going to continue along that same theme. Omer Rafuna, Rafuna said, Omer Rebbe, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi. He said, Parnasa in a Parnasa is not Kitanai Ksuba. And just Pashup Shat, the reason it's not Kitanai Ksuba is because it's not written in the Ksuba. It's not Mefurish in the Ksuba that when a man dies, one of the things that happens to the estate is, is that his daughters have to get the Isu Nasach, Nechasim. It's not something that's mentioned Mefurish in the Ksuba. So Rafuna said, Parnasa is not Kitanai Ksuba. The Gemara says, My ain't it Kitanai Ksuba. What halacha was Rafuna trying to say? Meaning, when Rebbe said Parnasa in a Kitanai Ksuba, the point is, Azokta Pesachidish Lalach over here. So the question is, what's that halacha? What's he trying to say? That Parnasa, the girl could be Goiva, the Nadunya from the Meshubadim, the Tanaiksuba, light Tarfim and Meshabdi, as opposed to Tanaiksuba, which is something you can't be Tarif from the Meshubadim. So, this is something that's going to be the topic of Daf Samach Tesamadab. So, we're going to get more into this. But for now, what the Gemara is saying is, is that could the girl be Tarif, her Nadunya now from the Meshubadim, meaning the Yisoyim Yarshan? The Yarshan Karka. They sold the Karka. Could she now go to the Mishubadim and say, listen, I understand you bought this piece of property, but there was a lien against it. And as a result, I want to take it back. So maybe that's what Rebbe was saying. Tanaik Suba, you can't be tired from the Mishubadim. However, Nadunya, he was trying to say, you could be tired from the Mishubadim. Is that what he was trying to say? The Gemara says, if that's what he was trying to say, it's, it's MS. It happens to be true. Oh, but Michael Mashman. It's so posh. Everyone knows that. I don't need Rebbe to say that. Why is it so posh? Interesting kasha. Just look around. Every day, this is the way it is. So we take away from the Lukuchas for Nadunya. But we don't take away from the Lukuchas when it comes to Mazainis. That can't be where Rebbe meant. Rather, what he meant to say was, Maybe the following. Maybe what he was trying to say was is that from the When the girl takes the, the Nadunya, she could take it even from the metaltlin that the Yasimim Yarshan. However, it's you can only be gravy from Karki, you can't be gravy from Metaltlin. The problem is. Now everyone agrees with that. And you know who doesn't hold it as Salah? Rebbe. The Rebbe, Rebbe Shita is, that you could be Tairif, even tonight, Suba, from Metaltum. Whether it's Karka, whether it's Metaltum, you could be Moitzi from Mazin or Isha Lubanis. You see, Rebbe Shita is, that you could take Mazin Habanis, that's what we're talking about, even from the Chasim Shein Lamachrais. So you see, clearly, tonight, Suba, you could be Goiva, even from Metaltum. El, the Gemara says, my Parnosa, Inukit, tonight, Suba. So what then did Rebbe mean when he said Parnos is not good tonight? Suba, look at the time you must have met the following price. If somebody says that after he dies he doesn't want that his daughters should be supported from his nechasim, ain't shaimim lie. We don't listen to him. Al yisparnesu b'noisim nechasim, but he says I don't want my children to get the nedunya shaimim lie. 
Regretfully and begrudgingly, we're going to have no choice but to go along with what he said. Why? Tonight, you can't budge. We saw this earlier in the Masechta. Tonight, Suba has nothing to do with your arrangement. It's a chiv, and you can't be mevatar on Tanik Suba. But as it relates to this, this is not a Tanik Suba, and therefore you'd be okay. So just to recap this last piece, Rafuna said in the name of Rebbe, Parnasa is Tanik Suba. That Parnasa is different. Than like Tanaik Suba, such as Mizoinus. Mizoinus, that's Tanaik Suba. This is not Tanaik Suba. And the Gemara wanted to know what he meant. And the Gemara took at three attempts, and we got it right on the third attempt. The first one was that maybe what he was trying to say was Nedunya has a Chiddush, he could be tired from the Meshubadim. As opposed to Mizoinus, you can't. Mar said, MS, of a Michael not only is it a price, it's everybody knows that. The second side the Gemara had was, is maybe that we're trying to say is, is that Nedunya is not Tanaik Suba, you can take it from the Metaltan. Mizoinus, you can't get it from Metaltan. Maybe this you could. The Gemara says, it's true according to Moshe, it's not Rebbe. And being that Rebbe is the one that's talking, it can't be that that's what Rebbe meant. What then did Rebbe mean? What he meant to say was that if a man wants to get out of his estate, Lacha Moisai, supporting his daughter, that's not something that he could do. However, if he wants to get out of the Nadunya, that is something that he would be able to do. Some more on this theme. Tola le Rav le Rebbe beinechiti. So Rav sent Rebbe a telegram. He sent him a Shaila, Rashi. He sent him an Igerish Lumen. He sent him a letter. And he wrote a question, beinechiti, in between the lines. So in between the lines, Taisus incidentally has a different shot on what beinechiti is, but in between the lines, he asked him the following question. What was the question? What's the halacha if brothers, the Yisoyimim, yarshin their father's estate, and they were meshabed their nechassim? Which, posh, it sounds like they made it a lean against something. Could the girl now, this bass that's getting married, be goiva her isur nechassim, her Nadunya from this Mishubadim or not? That was the question. So Rav sends this question to Rebbe. Rebbe, who's a Talmud Muvika Rebbe, was sitting next to his Rebbe. Oh, Malay, he told him. Rav sent this question. What did he mean? Machru or Mishkinu? Did he mean that the brothers sold it? Is that what he meant when he said Shashibdu? Or does he mean Mishkinu? It means more literal. They posted it as collateral. Oh, Malay. So Rebbe told him, what difference does it make? Because Bein Machru, Bein Shemishkinu, Dalach is Maitzin, the Parnasa. The the You can write back to him that Allah is very straightforward. That Allah is you're not moitzi for mezoinis, but for parnasa you're always going to be moitzi. When moitzi the nedunya, whether it was machre, whether it was mishkanoi, Allah is you could be tirif from the lekuchos. This was the meisim bechal yoyim that the gemara brought on the bottom of samaches and base. Rebbe is the one that's talking here, and Rebbe said, "My nafkalachmina," meaning it's so poshit, and because it's so poshit, he says, "There's no reason for us to analyze what Rav meant because the answer is going to be straightforward anyways. You could just write back to him that the Allah is yes, moitzin leparnasa, no, ain't moitzin lemezoinis." So the Gemara says, "Virav," as it relates to Rav, why was he so ambiguous? If his question was machri nichtavle machri, he should have wrote machri. And if mishkinah kami boyleh, if his question was mishkinah nichtavle mishkinah, he should have wrote mishkinah. So the Gemara says, "Rav shravayu kami boyleh." Rav had two questions. Meaning, he wanted to know both. He wanted to know what's the Allah of Machar, he wanted to know what the Allah of Mishkanai. And therefore, he couldn't only ask one. Why? Because this. the Sovar, if I'm going to write Machar, meaning if he's going to write that I meant, what's the Allah if you sell it? It's a I would know the answer for Machar and Mishkanai. If he's going to say that, we could take away the 
from the Lekuchais that literally bought it. Oh, so if, that, if you could take from somebody that bought it for the Nedunya Kolshke Mishkan, certainly you can take something that wasn't sold, that something was only posted as collateral. But Isholach the Emaitzim, but let's say he's going to write back that Lachas Emaitzim by Machia, Kat Mishkan, I'm not going to know the answer by Mishkan, because I would say maybe if you sold it, we don't take it away. But if you only posted it as collateral, maybe do it. Now, Ika Simbele Mishkan, if I'm going to write Mishkan, so then Isholach the Emaitzim, if he's going to say you can't take it if it's a Mashkin Kolshke Machia, certainly if you sold it, you can't take it. But Isholach the Emaitzim, but if he's going to say you might see him, Akati Machia Kami Boyle, I'm still not to know what the Allah is by Machr. Echtavle Shibdo. So he says, for that reason, let me write Shibba the Mashma Hachi, Umashma Hachi, like this, I'm gonna end up knowing regardless of what it is. Pashabshat. Why didn't Rav just write Machroi? Now, it could be the Pashup Shad is because you see he was writing it Benchitim. He was writing it in between the lines. So it could be he didn't have enough place. But I think Yosem Estaber is, we know Rav, is the Shaskin throughout Shaz. So Rav always spoke Bederech Kitzara. And I think you see in this Gemara, the point we always bring out, that Rav says and the Gemara goes through, not Lashem Kitzara, Lashem Arucha, the great pains to speak through the whole Shakla Vatari, which is something you don't see every day. It's to show, that when Rav says the words, you have to go through with the Gansa Gansa, right? One of the Marmakamis we always speak out where you see that Rav was a Shaskin is Hadir Rav Labatherish Itmar, Ella Bakhlala Itmar. Because this is the way you learn up a shtikl rav. This is mamish an exhibit, a clinic. And how are you supposed to learn up rav? Bottom line. So what was Rebbe's halacha? Yeah, rav sent Rebbe a shayla, and the shayla that Rav sent Rebbe was Ha'achin Shashibdu, which after further review means Machroi Ay Mishkinai. Maitzian? Leparnasa or ain Maitzian Leparnasa? Maitzian Lemezoinus or ain Maitzian Lemezoinus? And what Rebbe respond? Maitzian Leparnasa, the ain Maitzian Lemezoinus. With Torah from the Lekuchas for Parnasa, we're not Torah for the Mezoinus. That was Rebbe Shinta. So, Rabbi Yechonon, Rabbi Yechonon said, Echazev, Echazev, ain Maitzian. Rabbi Yechonon argued with Rebbe. He said that no, the halach is you can't be Torah Mezoinus from the Lekuchas, and you also can't take Nedunya from the Mezoinus either. Rabbi Yechon went not like Rabbi. Is the reason he didn't go like Rabbi is because he didn't know Rabbi's halach. Had he known that Rabbi said what he said, which we thought was Maisim Bechal but had he known what Rabbi said, he would have gone along with it. Maybe he knew what Rabbi said, but Afal Pekin, he wasn't a spell, and he wasn't even a spell from the Maisim Bechal He held that halach is that you can't be Moitzi even for Nedunya. So the Gemara says, Tashma, maybe we could bring her right. The Itmar, we learned, somebody died, he left over two daughters and a son. The and the older daughter got married, and she got from the Yerusha the Eastern Nechassim, which is what she's supposed to get. Well, you speak a Shneelik voice. The second girl didn't get married yet. As a result, she did not get her Eastern Nechassim until the son dies. So, what happened now that the son died? It started off with two girls and a boy. Now, one of the boys died, so now it's only two girls. So, what happens is the two girls end up being the Yarshim. That's the bottom line. So, Says the Gemara, Om Rabbi Yechen, and Rabbi Yechen, and says, Shniya Vitra, the second sister loses her Eastern Nechassim. Meaning, you would have thought that the way we should view this is that the Eastern Nechassim is coming to the other girl that never collected it yet. So, off the top, 
take that Isur Nechassim and then divide everything else. So if there's $1,000, let's see if we can get the math right, we'll take 100 and give it to that one girl and then the other $900 will be divided, 450 450 But one girl's going to end up getting $550 and the other one's going to get $450 because she's taking the Isur Nechassim off the top. And it makes sense, that's the way it should be because when the man died, it was Chal or Chi of Isur Nechassim on the daughters. One of them already got it. So it's fair that the other one should get it. But Rabbi Yechus says not the way it works. Rabbi Yechus said Shniya Vitra. At this point, she doesn't get it. The Gemara is going to explain. So the Gemara says, "I'm Rabbi Chanino." Rabbi Chanino told Rabbi Yochanan. He said, "Rabbi, I can't believe you would hold this way because I'm going to tell you how far Chazal wanted that this girl should get in the dunya. They said, They said you can even be mighty from the lakuchos." Shibdoi, Mishkanoi, Machroi. Who said this? Rabbi said this. But this is what they said. Va'at Amrit Shniya Vitra. Madach you can take from the Lakucha is certainly in this situation you should be able to take. Now, what's the Gemara's time of Im Isa? If Rabbi Yochanan never heard Rabbi's Allah, and this is the first time he's ever hearing it, he should have said, Come again? Man Amra. Whoever said that? And Rashi's Masber, not only should he have said, what? Right? It's not just the reaction that we're looking for. It could be he did react. It's not the punchline. The point is, he should have been chayzer from his awacha because he should have accepted the kasha, and he didn't. So, even after he knew Rebbe's Halacha, he still held what he held. So you see that Rabbi Yochanan's Halacha is not because he doesn't know what Rebbe said, but Rabbi Yochanan's Halacha is gebet on the fact that he's not makabal, he's not masking to what it is Rabbi said. But the Gemara says, I don't know if that's true. Maybe Rabbi Yochanan, when he said his Halacha originally, he had not known Rabbi's Halacha. And then when he heard it just now, kabal. He was makabal. It could be Hitaka came around. What's the kasha? So the kasha is, if he came around, he should have changed his halacha. So why did he say the halacha is shniya vitra? What was Rabbi Chanina's kasha? Chavachaymer. Madach, you could take it from the lukuches. And you tell me now he's made to Rabbi, you could take it from the lukuches. So Madach, you could take it from the lukuches. Certainly this. Now he held that kasha wasn't a kasha. And that's why he didn't budge. Because Vashani Hosam, here it's different. The Iker Revach Because over here, She's getting the Isra Nechassim. She's getting Bechlal Masayimona, literally. Because she's end up getting half the Yerusha. So you have to give her that also? No, no. Al Zed, you don't have to do it. Meaning, a girl that's not getting any Nidunya, yeah, will be tired of even from the Lekuchas. But over here, she's anyways getting half the Yerusha. So you want, she should get 550 instead of 500, right? Instead of taking the 1,000, dividing it 500, 500, give her 100 off the top and let it be 550 and 4. We'll be good at math at the end of Ksuvis. But the point is, we're just getting started with all these Gemaras. So he told him, so, so based on that, he said, here, there's Revach Beis, here it's going to be different. Look, normally, Rav Yehmer, Rav Ashi, Rav Yehmer told Rav Ashi, El Meyata. So he says, you're telling me now, basically what it boils down to is Revach Beis. Meaning, Rav Yehmer, the way he looked at it was, is, is she going to have or is she not going to have? So let me ask you a question. Let's say a, a girl finds a Metzia. She wins the lottery. Now she has so much Revach Beis. So you can tell me you're not going to give her Yisra Nechassim. What does Yisra Nechassim have to do with Revach Beis? If it's a chiv, it's a chiv. You can't make these chiv. Boy, doesn't work that way. Right? You don't say, you're a gvir anyways. Don't worry about it. You don't need it. Let me give it to this person. You can use the money more. It doesn't work that way. If you're entitled, you're entitled. Right? That was the point that Rav Yehman was telling Rav Ashi. Amalese, told him no. I know Rav mean, I mean, from this money, she's getting it anyways. I mean that she's getting it anyways. So here there's a Bechlal Masai Mana, and that's why here it's going to be different. So this next Gemara is going to continue to discuss the Nudunya, and it's going to discuss another fundamental question in terms of understanding the Chi of Nudunya. And that is, when a girl comes to collect her nadunya, do we look at her as her taking her Yerusha? Or do we look at her as a Valchayev? She's a creditor. 
that's taking something from the Banim that really Yarshin. Meaning, midday rice, when a man dies, he has sons and daughters. The sons Yarshin, the girls don't Yarshin. They have a Chiv, it's a Tanaik Suba, but it's a Chiv de Rabbanon, Hefkebez and Hefker, to make sure they take care of their sisters. Specifically as it relates to Nadunya, we're not handling Mazayinus now. Specifically as it relates to Nadunya, when the girl takes the Nadunya, which could be 10% of the Nechassim, so that 10% is the Geder Advarim, Chazal looked at her as a Yerish, meaning even though really you're not supposed to Yarshin, but Hefkebez and Hefker is going to make you into a Yerish. I am not a Yerish, I hear, but. Chazal have this guy, we learn it from Ezra. And as a result, you're going to end up taking this Batari Yerusha. Of course not. The way the Hefke Bezd and Hefke worked was not that it manipulated the Hilchis Yerusha. The Yesh Neuchlin follows the usual course of order. And the bottom are the ones that Yarshin. However, they have a Chiyav. Just like if there was a regular Balchayv, they would have to pay up the Chayv. So to here, they're going to have to pay up the Balchayv. We'll see what the have you. A girl that's coming to take her to Dunya, we look at her as a Yereshes. We look at her as Yarshin. Meaning, do you mean to say that when the father died, he left over property? And she comes for Eastern Nechassim, and the sons say, I'll give you, no problem. We assess, we appraise the property, it's worth whatever it is, and here's 10% of that. You can't do that. Meaning, by Yerusha, you can't do that, because the Yerusha is on this chafza. It's not just the value, it's the actual item. So one brother can't tell the other brother, I'm going to take the property, I'm going to buy you out. You can't do that. So when you say, you mean it to that extent? I'm going to in. Yeah, of course that's what I mean. He continued, did... Rav Ashi Tamemer. He said, Let's say the man died, he left over 10 different properties. So each Yerush is technically entitled to 10% of each one of the properties. Let's say they're all worth the same amount of money. They say, I want you to take Eastern Nechassim, but it's going to be this property. So you mean to tell me you can't do it? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Uh, yeah, Mamer said, what? It's not confusing. She's a Yereshes. She goes with all the halachas of Yerush, albeit on a rabbinic level. But Rabban have a kayach to do that, and that's the way this works. Ravashi um, uh, said, no, balas, bas. Balas Chayv Havya. The girl is a Balas Chayv. We look at her as a Balas Chayv. Balas Chayv just means we have a responsibility to write you a check. It doesn't matter which Nechassim, it doesn't matter how we do it. Talachas, we can give you anything. Amemer himself was also Chayzer from this. Amar Rav Menyumi, Bereder Rav Nechumi. Rav Menyumi, the son of Rav Nechumi, said, I was once standing in the presence of Amemer. And there was a woman that came to the presence of Amim. She was trying to collect her Nadunya. And it was clear that the brothers, if they had money, they would have been Masalika with ma. How do I know that the shami me achi? Because I heard the brothers say Meaning, I saw that a Meimar was okay with the brothers being Masalik or Zuzi. Because I heard the brothers say that if we had money, we would give you money. And Ameymar, like Rav, was quiet. He didn't say anything. That he was okay with it. Because if he wasn't okay with it, he should have been Meichel. If you take a look at the third Toysvis on the Yomit, Toysvis Dibra Maskel the Ishtik, it's Kedadari Toysvis inside. Mikan Rago Rabbeinu Tam. It's because it is Kemar Rabbeinu Tam had a minik. Shayu Yoishiv Bedin. If he was presiding over a Dintaira, the Echami Balei Dinim, Megazim Lechaveiroi. And one of the Balei Dinim would say a Guzman, he would exaggerate. If you do this, you're going to owe me this amount of money. Rogel, hoi Rabbeinu Tam, since Sveitimol, since Rabbeinu Tam had a hergel, loimer, shekerak to doifer. 
Imagine getting Azar Zog from Rabbeinu Tam. I'm scared just reading it. So he said, Shaker Atodoiver, you're a liar. Kilo Yishayev, it's not true. Chim Ein Loy the Dayan Loy Makain, because Rabbeinu Tam held that if the Dayan doesn't have the responsibility to talk this way, Mahoyim Echech Raminyumi, Medeish Takamemer, what was the grace of Raya from Amemer? He should have said, Shaker Atodoiver, and you have a Chiyuv, if you're sinning in your court, that if any person says one thing that's not true, you have to call him out. You have to say, Shaker Atodoiver. Now that we just said, so the machloek is over here. Whether we look at this bas as a yereshes or we look at her as a balaschayv, right? So it says the gemara. Now that we said it's a balaschayv, who said balaschayv? Number one, Ravashi said balaschayv, and even Ameimar was hadar. So everyone said that she's a balaschayv. We have another shaylo. The abba or the achi? Do we look at her as a balaschayv of the father or do we look at her as a balaschayv of the brothers? Meaning. Who owes her the money? Does the father owe her the money? Or do the brothers owe Now, the father's not alive anymore. But the point is, when the Yusoyimim pay, are they paying up their father's loan? Or are they paying up their own loan? My nafkeminus, so the Gemara says, I'll tell you two nafkeminus, lemigba lebeninus, and shnaloi b'shvua. Or, viziburis b'shvua. Talach is about choiv, ordinarily is goivim in abeninus. Habali par minachsi Yusoyimim gets ziburis. There's another halach. If someone goes to balchoiv to collect money, you collect your money. So there's two chedushim when someone's coming to collect the father's loan from the assignment. Number one, Ziburis. Number two, Shvu. So that's the shayla. If we look at it as if it was the father's chayv, so number one, you're only going to get Ziburis. Number two, you're going to have to swear. If the chayv is directly to the children, so then the Allah is number one, you get Beninus. And number two, you wouldn't have to have a Shvu. So the Gemara says, My, what's the Allah? Tashma, bring you a right. Ravina, Agvila, Barti, the Ravashi, Mimar, Braid, Ravashi. Ravina once collected for Ravashi's daughter from Mar, Braid, Ravashi. So we know Ravashi had a very, very, very famous son, who was Marbrei de Ravashi. Ravina and Ravashi were Kiyadua, very, very close. Ravina and Ravashi together co-authored the Talmud Bavli. Ravashi was older than Ravina. Ravina was a Talmud Chavar of Ravashi and the Sugis of the Gemara mentions Ravina and Ravashi because Ravashi was the Rebbe of Ravina, but the Gemara says he was a Talmud Chavar. Afal Pikin, who do we paskin like when it's between Ravina and Ravashi? Chavis Says we passing like Ravina because Ravina lived in Eretz Yisrael for a Tkufa. Ravashi lived in Bavel and Avir in Eretz Yisrael. Machkin, just like the Ramban says in the Machamis regarding Rab and Rabzei, and we spoke about regarding Rab and Rabbi But the point is, Ravashi was oldest. Ravashi passed away, and Ravina is alive. He's younger, and Ravina collected for Ravashi's daughter the Nedunya from Marbre the Ravashi, who had Yashin, his father Ravashi. Now, when he collected, he collected number one Beninus and number two Shaloi Beshvur. What do you see from there? That he held Balchoiv, that was Ravashi's own shita, but it seems like it was everybody's shita, but also it was Balchoiv Da'achi. And being that it's Balchoiv Da'achi, this has nothing to do with Abali Parmen Achsi Yisoyim, and therefore number one, Beninus, and number two, Shaloi B'Shvur. However, he also had a collect from Brei the Rav Sama Brei the Ravashi. So Rashi says Ravashi also had a son whose name was Rav Sama. This Rav Sama, we don't know nearly as much about, he died in the lifetime of Ravashi. So when he was collecting now from the Yusoyim, that piece, he was taking it not from Rav Sama, because Rav Sama wasn't alive. He was taking it from his son. And the son already held, had a din of someone that was coming machmas the of his father. So that was already a baldly part of an achsi yisoyim, and therefore there he took Zipuris and he took, which was a big discussion in the Rishonim what this means. In fact, it's machloikis Rishonim. This way Rashi explains, Rishonim has kashas. Rishonim say at the end of the day, if Rav Sama died during the lifetime of Ravashi, and the son of Rav Sama had a schos teyarshin, so now he's b'mokim his father. If he's b'mokim his father, and it's balchoiv da'achi, so he should be the same balchoiv. It's the Rishonim's kashas. But either way, I am Rishonim. So on this topic of 
of collecting the dunya. So Rav Nechem Yibrei Rav Yosef sent to Rabba Barafuno Zuto Minaharda. Kias Yohar Itzal Kamach. If a woman's going to come to collect the dunya from the Yisoyimim, Agba Isin Ochasim Afilumi It's Drublo. You should take it even from the Drublo. What is that? So Rashi says Moishav Amaser Rechaim to Moishaim. Umakarkoi Choshev. That's where they used to put the Rechaim on top of it. It was attached to the ground. It was affixed to the ground and has a din of karka. It has a din of karka. He held you can only be going from Karka not from a Talpan, and therefore you'd be able to take it. Um, Rav Ashi, Kavina, Be'er Kano, and I was by Rav Kahana, have a Magbinon, Afilu Ma'amlu de Be'isi. He used to take it even from the rental income. Rashi, Schirus Habatim, Mi Mekarki Ka'asi. Because being that it comes from Karka, see, so he held that it had a din of Karka. So the Gemara now is going to bring one more story, which is going to take us pretty much to the Mishnah on the base. This story is a classic. We spoke a little bit about it. Torah from the Helga Chafetz Chaim in the last machzer, and it'll be posted by Ezra Hashem as a related raid by. So this Gemara is going to leave us hanging a little bit in terms of understanding it, specifically from a Ben Odom Lechaveri perspective, as we're about to see. There are some Gemaras like this in Shas, and Kiddu Lechavetz Chaim dresses all those Gemaras in a Sefer Chavetz Chaim. Says the Gemara, Sholach Le Rav Anon Le Rav Huna. Rav Anon sent a letter to Rav Huna. He told him, Huna Chavr, Achavr Huna, Sholem. Shalom Aleichem. Greetings. Ki When a woman comes to you, Agvo You should collect from her the Isur Nechse. So apparently Rav Huna was sending, Rav Anu was sending Rav Huna a telegram that there was a woman that was going to come. He said, I already vetted out the situation and I want you to know you should collect the Isur Nechosen. Says the Gemara, Rav Yosef Rav Sheshes Kameh. When this letter arrived from Rav Anu to Rav Huna, so Rav Sheshes was sitting together with Rav Huna. So Rav Huna opens up the letter and he sees that it says in the letter, Huna Chavrin. He was a little taken aback. Huna Chavrin? Rav Huna. What's Huna Chavrin? So he tells Rav Sheshe, I want you to go, be my shliach, go to Rav Anna. And if you don't say this, you're going to be in Shamta. That's a form of hair. You should tell him the following. Anan, Anan. You're telling me you want me to be goiver for this Girl, should I take Karka or should I take Metaltlan? Meaning, should we be going only from Karka, even from Metaltlan? And then ask him this question. When you're in the house of a Marzicha and they're sitting and eating, who should sit at the head of the table? This is the Shlicha. So the Gemara says, Also Rav Sheshit, come here Rav Nan. So Rav Sheshit went to Rav Anan. Omalei told him, My Rabbi. He said, Rav Anan, the Bistacha Rabbi. Abu Rav Huna is Rabbi the Rabbi. He's the Rabbi from the Rabbi. And he ready put in to Cheirim, any person that doesn't say what I'm about to say. You should know if he went to put me in Cheirim, I have it coming. I wouldn't say what I'm about to say. So I'm saying this in trepidation. I'm afraid to say this, but at the same time, because number one, he's Rabbi the Rabbi, and number two, he said, I'm going to be in Cheirim. So here it goes. So the Gemara says, also Ravana the Kamei the Marukva. Yesterday's that. So Ravana went to Marukva. You see the way Rafuna talks to me. Anon, Anon. This is the way he talks. And he said, besides, I'm just partially curious. He asked me a question. Seems like a sincere question. Who in a Bay Marzicha sits at the head of the table? What is a Marzicha? I need some help, Marukva. What's a Marzicha? He told him, Emily, easy. He says, tell me, is there the rest of the story? He says, yeah, I wrote him a letter. And this was the response. So he tells him, 
did mar ukva to Ravana. Gavrid ula yada mainiu marzecha. A person who doesn't know the taich of the word marzecha, shalach lele Ravuna, huna chavren. This is the way he talks to Ravuna. He calls him huna chavren. Says, You are surprised that he responded the way that he responded. That was the point he was trying to make. Who are you to call me huna chavren? I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to see. You're not holding in such a place. So the Gemara says, "I hear." Noch all this drama. My my marzicha. What is a marzicha? The Gemara says, "Avil." It's an avil. The pasuk says, "Koi Omar Hashem al tovoi base marzeach." The end of the pasuk is "Valtelech lispoi." So clearly, we're talking about a, a base novel. Amar Rabavo said, "Okay." So what was the question? The question was, "Who sits at the head of the table in a base marzeach? Who sits at the head of the table by the avelus?" Rabavo said, "You know what it is? It's the avil." He said, "Nay, the avil shemayis brush." How do you know the avil is one that's supposed to sit at the head of the table? Shenemar, because the pasuk says, "Efchar darkom the eshev roish." The Eshkoin Kimelech Bagudud, Kasher Avelum Yenachim. Then when the Avelum are coming to be Menachim, he said, the Ovel says, I'm going to sit like a Melech. I'm going to sit like a king. So you see clearly that he's supposed to be the one that sits at the head. If he's the Melech, then obviously he sits at the head. Oh, but the Gemara says, Yenachim Acherim Ashma. It sounds like it's the Menachamim that are going to be, right? Kasher Avelum Yenachim. Who's sitting like the Melech? The person that's Kasher Avelim Yenachim. That's me, Menachem Davelim. I'm Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak. Rav Nachem Bar Yitzchak said, Yenachem Ksiv. It's a Korean Ksiv. But based on the Ksiv, which is Yenachem, it's like the person that's being comforted, which is the Avel. He's the one that sits like the Melech. Mazucha Ame Mehacha. Mazucha had a different Makara, a different Pasik that you see that the Avel is Mesa Beroish. He's the Melech. Because the Pasik says, Lochein Ata Yiglu Beroish Goylem, Vesar Mirzach Seruchem. And what do you see from here? Mar That's the Oval, Rashi. Misha daitoi moro, vedaitoi zocho. That person, nasa sar, the sruchim, he becomes the sar to the sruchim. What does the sruchim mean? So usually sruchim is miloshim asriach. Rashi says, sar le sruchim, le gdoilim abon He's the sar for the sruchim. He's the sar for the gdoilim. This is what this means. Zok is a postscript to today's daf. Amar Rava, Rava said, Hilchasa, mi mekarki, veloi mi metaltlin. The dunya we collect from karka, not from metaltlin. Actually, not only the dunya, bein la mezoyni, this is true for mezoyness. Bein la ksuba, this is true for the ikik ksuba. Bein la parnasa, and this is true for the dunya as well. I think it's kedai to make a haschala on the next Gemara. Otherwise, we're going to fall behind. So, again, continuing to discuss laws related to the dunya. Hamash There was a man... He had a daughter, and he knew that his daughter's going to get older, and it's going to be time for her to get married, and he decided he wants to put some money away. So he did was, he appointed a shlish, someone that he trusts, and he gave him money. And the idea was, Rashi says, Meaning, take the money invested by a sada, let's keep it simple, and this sada is going to end up being the nedunya. So right now it's in the possession of the shlish. Now she got married, and she says, Neman that there's no reason for this shlish to have it anymore. Now my husband, I trust him. He knows everything. And I want the soda to now be in, in my rishos or whatever. I want the money. What's the difference? I want it. So the Allah says, shalish, shalish says, no, the shalish was given instructions. And because he was given instructions, so he has to do what he has to do. And Rashi says, what's the reason? Zok Rashi, Yasa Hasholish, Yikna Hasada, buy the field, assuming he didn't buy it yet. The ain't Shoyimanla, we don't listen to her, the mitzvah came Divremis. And that's a very important part of this Mishnah. Meaning, we're talking about a man that died. And this was Divrei Hames. And Rameyer is the Tan and Shas that holds mitzvah Kaim Divrei Hames. And this is where he said his Shita. So Rameyer said mitzvah Kaim Divrei Hames. And if you said give it to the Shalish, even though now it sounds like there's a husband that can take care of it, but still, 
Yase hasholish mashuhushlish biyad. Rabbi Yosi em. Rabbi Yosi says v'chi ene elasada v'hiroitzel amoichra harem himachur meyachsha. It sounds like it's still cash, right? The sholish has to buy the field. That's what the father told him to do. Let's say he would buy the field, and then she would sell it. It sounds like for sure she has a right to sell it. I mean, the question is, should the shalosh buy the field or not buy the field? Who owns the field? For sure the girl owns the field. It's either nechzimolog or it's nechzimolog. This is all part and parcel of the marriage. So if they want to sell it, of course they'd be able to sell it as well. So said Rabbi Yossi, this whole thing's a chuk of a tlula. No, we tell the shalosh, buy it. I hear, she doesn't want you to buy it. So what's she going to do a minute after you buy it? She's going to sell it. The problem is you're going to have to pay commissions and zachin. So why are we going through this whole charade? It doesn't make any sense. Ella said, Rabbi Yossi, so therefore, no, lo yasa shalosh mashal. And then the Mishnah says, This is all true by a If the girl was like, Then what the Ketana does is nothing. What does this whole Mishnah mean? It's very, very unclear. And the Gemara is going to begin with a Brisa. And the Brisa is going to be a little wordier than the Mishnah. And the Brisa is going to help us out a little bit. So again, but just super high level. What's going on in this Mishnah? Just what's the setting? We're dealing with a man who gave money that he wants to be the Nadunya for his daughter to a shlish. And he told the shlish, I want you to buy a sada, and this should be the naden for my couple. This is what I want you to do with it. He didn't get a chance to do it yet until the father died. And now, the girl is coming and she's saying, I don't want you to buy the field. Let my husband take care of business. Rameir says, and therefore the halacha is, Rabbi Yossi says, it's a chuk of because the minute after you buy it, she can sell it. And therefore, there's no such Indian. And then the Mishnah very mysteriously concludes by saying, this is all true by a gdayla, but by a ktana is a maizah So what's going on over here? If somebody put away money for his edim, and he wanted that this shalish should buy a field for his daughter. He Oimera, she says, he just give it to my husband, let him take care of it. Minhanasuin. Oh, here we go. If there was Nasuin already, meaning when she says, let my husband do it, it's Lachanasuin Arashus Biyada, then it's okay. Minha Erisin, if all there was was Erisin, then Yasaha Shalish Mashalushus Biyada, Devre Rameir. This is some very important verbiage in Shita's Rameir. Meaning, Rameir agrees that there is a point where the husband can take care of business, but that's only if there was Nasuin. The whole Shita's Rameir is when there was Erisin. So if it's Minha Erisin, that's when he said, Yasaha Shalish Mashalushus Biyada, Mitzvah Kaim Devre Rameir. However, if there was Nasuin, so then at that point, we listen to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, if she's a gedoyla, beimin anasuim beimin erisin arishos biyada. Ketana, if she's a ketana, beimin anasuim beimin erisin yasa hasholish mashalushos biyada. In other words, Rabbi Yosi says, Rabbi, I don't think that. The Nakuda is Erisin versus Nasuin. But rather, what it is, is she a G'dayla or a K'tana? If she's a G'dayla, we listen to her. If she's a K'tana, we don't listen to her. So this is very important commentary on the Mishnah. So really, everybody agrees that sometimes we listen to her, and sometimes Yasha HaSholosh, Mashalosh HaShbiyot. The Machlegis Rameir Rabbi Yossi is, what is the determining factor? According to Rameir, it depends on Erisin or Nasuin. According to Rabbi Yossi, it depends on, is she a K'tana or is she a G'dayla? Speak it out a little bit better, because that's really the last part of the doubt. According to Rameir, if there was Nasuin, then we listen to her. If all there was was Erisin, then we don't listen to her. According to Rabbi Yosni, if she's a G'dayla, we listen to her. If she's a Kitana, then we don't listen to her. Says the Gemara, my Beinai, what's the Nafkemina between Rameir and Rabbi Yosni? Now, the truth is, if you just plot it out for a second, my Beinaiyo, the Beinai would be very, very simple. Meaning, is the Nafkemina Nusu and Erisin? Or is the nafkamina g'day l'ktana? Now, if 
there was Nesuin and she's a G'dayla, so in that case, for sure, there's going to be no Machlaikis. If she's an Arusa and she's a Ketana, then also there's going to be no Machlaikis. So Nesuin and G'dayla, according to everybody we listen to her, according to Rameir, because there was a Suin, according to Rabbi Yaisi, because she's a G'dayla. If there's Erisin and Ketana, for sure we're not going to listen, according to Rameir, because it's only Erisin, according to Rabbi Yaisi, because she's a Ketana. Okay, so keep Ligi. What would you say, Balpeh? When is the Machlaikis? Nesuin Ketana, Eris and Gdaila. If it's Nesuin Ketana, I would say, coin to Rameir, we listen to her. Coin to Rameir, so she's a Ketana, we don't listen to her. Eris and Gdaila. I would say, there, coin to Rameir, we don't listen because all of this is Eris. And if she's a Gdaila, however, being that she's a Gdaila, if a coin to Rameir, we would listen to her. But the Gemara discusses this a little bit. So the Gemara says, my Benayu, meaning, the Gemara Chafs, which is one more Kanech, that the Benayu is not Nesu and the Gdoila, for sure Loi Pligi. And the Benayu is not Eris and the Ketana, for sure Loi Pligi. It's either Nesu and Ketana and Eris and Gdoila, or it's Nesu and Ketana or Eris and Gdoila. We're just not taking for granted that both of the two Nafgaminas are real bona fide Nafgaminas. So Mara says like this, Eh, you're going to tell me the Nafgamina is Ketana and Nesu and the Rameyus of Rameyus holds the Rishos Biyadu. Why? Because there's Nesu and. False, Rabbi Yaisi Lameyus, Rabbi Yaisi came and he said, I feel like Nesu and Nami. Even if there was Nesu and Gedoyla in Ketana Loi, that the only time it's true is if there was, if she's a Gedoyla, but not if she's a Ketana, but the Gemara says, Eh, Masefa, meaning you tell me the Nafgamina is Ketana and Nesu and that Ketana Menana Suin, according to Rameir, yeah, according to Rabbi Yaisi, no. But look at the Sefer. What was the last, what did the Sefer say? Avod Ketana, when it comes to a Ketana, last line of the Mishnah, ain't Maisa Ketana Klo. So the Gemara said that ambiguous line of the Mishnah, Haman Ketani Lo, who said it? Did Rameir say it or did Rabbi Yaisi say it? Meaning now that we know Rameir and Rabbi Yaisi sheet a little bit better, why do we know it better? From the Braisa. So now we could analyze and try to understand what that last line of the Mishnah means. Ilemo Rabbi Yaisi. Is it Rabbi Yaisi that's talking? Meaning Rabbi Yaisi concluded his sheet. Is that what he's saying? We know Rabbi Yaisi holds it. That is the whole Rabbi Yaisi. The whole Rabbi Yaisi is Gedoy Lakhtana. But he should not have had to have spoken it out with Bakhtzein at the end of the Mishnah. Because I know from the first thing he said. Why? Because what was Rabbi Yaisi's the whole Rabbi Yossi was, well, don't talk to me about Erisin and Nesuin. You're going to go ahead and you're going to sell it right now. She, you're going to buy the field? She could sell it five seconds later. Now, if that's the side of Rabbi Yossi Shita, then obviously, it's only true for G'dayla, it's not true for Ketan. Which is, by the way, why that is Rabbi Yossi Shita. That it's not G'dayla, not Ketan. But what do you see in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yossi held G'dayla, Ketan? The Bryce has said Rabbi Yossi held G'dayla, Ketan. What do you see in the Mishnah? You see because that's the whole Rabbi Yossi. Rabbi Yossi said she could sell it. Oh, she can only sell it if she's a G'dayla. She can't sell it if she's a G'dayla. But the point is that if that's the case, why would Rabbi Yossi have had to have been so wordy? And Meaning it's very Gishmak if it's Rabbi Yossi because that is Rabbi Yossi. But it's only Gishmak if you could accept that the Tan of the Mishnah would speak in a very flowery way. But we know Sorry, of course the Tan of the Mishnah doesn't talk that way. So if the Tan of the Mishnah doesn't talk that way, said it's Zichin not Going back to Rabbi Yaisi, Ella must be who? Rameyahi. It must be Rameyah is the one that's talking. And even though Rameyah said the Chilik is Nesuin and Erisin, but he's Now, in the Mishnah, it doesn't really flow so well. So the Gemara says, We'll make it work over here. Says the Gemara. What's Rameyah sheet in the Mishnah? This is some major surgery. When is that true? The only time it's true. But in the that not. It's only true for a but by a So if Nesuin Ketana is not an Afkamina, 
Because Syra Meir and Syra Yosi hold that if she's a Ketana, Yasa, Shalosh, Mashalosh, Shbiyot, according to Rabbi Yosi, because the whole Rabbi Yosi is predicated on the fact that if she wanted to sell it, she could sell it. A Ketana can't sell it. And even Rameir, because the last line of the Mishnah, a Maisa Ketana Klum, is also Rameir. So that's not the Nafkimino. So what is the Nafkimino? Nesuim Vigdoila, everyone holds. You cook. Eris and Viktana, everyone holds you can. Nisu and Viktana, we also said everyone holds you can. So of the four possibilities, what then is the Nafkamino? So by process of elimination, it's obvious. Elo gedoylo mino erisin ikavenayo. Going to Rabbi Yosi, a gedoylo mino erisin. We would listen to her. Going to a mayor, mitzvah kind of reamais, and therefore all it is is erisin. Yasa sholish mashal hushlish biyada itmar. Rabbi Yehuda mashmul halachik Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Yehuda send the name of Shul halachas like Rabbi Yosi. Rava Amr Rav Nachman. Rava send the name of Rav Nachman. Halacha Kirab Meir.